You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. The Jets have... They're going to have a decision to make. If they want a resolution to their quarterback situation sooner than later, then they might not be willing to wait out Aaron Rodgers. And if it were me, I would be willing to wait it out. Because with Carr, there's going to be a decision a few days after the Super Bowl. With Aaron Rodgers, it doesn't have to be made for a while. And I, well, you know I don't want, I mean, by now if you're, just joining us, I don't want Derek Carr or Garoppolo, but I've been saying that for a while. So if you listen to the show regularly, you know where I stand on the quarterbacks. As I've been saying a while, I'd rather have Matt Ryan as the fallback. So that would be my plan. My plan A is all in on Aaron Rodgers. Hire Nathaniel Hackett. Wait out Aaron Rodgers. Make this the most des- desirable spot possible for him, and then go get him. Convince him to be here and go make the trade for him. Now, if that doesn't happen, then my fallback would be, and you hope that he's still there at that point, and he might be, then my fallback would be Matt Ryan and just rebuild Zach Wilson because that's going to be the only – and look, you may that may be the only choice at that point. might not even be the choice. Your only choice may be to start Zach Wilson, as a matter of fact. And there's a pretty big difference in that fallback option. But think about the difference in where Rodgers is compared to the others. Carr, I guess I would deem him serviceable at best, but I think he's in that mix. We talked about it, you know, with Kirk Cousins and guys like that, which is not going to do it for me. And I'd rather shoot for the upside with Zach Wilson, as bleak as that may seem at the moment. I'd rather shoot for the upside if, obviously, you don't get Rodgers. So I'd wait it out. It's frustrating, not only for the team. Obviously, it's frustrating for for us as well. I want to know. Three days after the Super Bowl. Let's get moving. But this should be the push. All in. Every day the talk should be all in for Aaron Rodgers. It's basically Rodgers or bust. There's no other way around it. It is Rodgers or bust. And look, when I say bust, it doesn't mean, well, they're not going to make the playoffs next year. With a smart move, they should be able to make the playoffs. Guys coming back, getting healthy, and then make a smart move at quarterback. You should be able to make the playoffs. Or even just a move at at quarterback, they should be able to make the playoffs. Because they almost made it this year with nothing. But with Rodgers, it takes them to another level. That's why I'd be waiting to see what happens with that situation. Chris is in Beacon. What's up, Chris? Yo, Sal, what up? Good morning, Chris. How are you today? You know, uh, I'm going to talk about the Jets, but real quickly, it was great to hear Tuesday, basically uh, Brett bending the knee to Sal. Well, you're right. You're right. He did have to kiss the ring, as they oh, say. Oh, he did. He did. Um, <laughs> he did take it like a champ, though, which was nice to see. I wasn't sure he was going to call. I thought he was, but he, he called. Not only did he call, he handled it well. Yeah, he did. And, you know, for all those Giant fans that were comparing it to 07-11, look, Put a little more respect on Eli Manning's name. He brought you two Super Bowls this millennial. Don't sit there and say Daniel Jones is better for one playoff win. Right. You know, he's not even on the same level. 
You know, they have a little more respect for a guy who's two Super Bowls. It was actually, you're, you're right, Chris, it was actually disappointing to me yeah. to live through the end of Eli Manning and have the Giant fans push him out. And I knew it at the time. What are you guys doing? Like, be careful what you wish for. You want Eli out so bad and couldn't wait to get a mobile quarterback. But odds are nobody that they got was going to be better than Eli Manning was for him. And it's going to take a long time for Daniel Jones to prove that he is. I don't know. He, they can give him, I'm, I'm with Fleegs on the over. They're gonna, someone's going to give him over. If it's the Giants, whoever, they're going to give him over 40, $35 million. But it's ridiculous because you're not winning with him. But um, it is what it is with that. That's, that's over. That's over since last week. That's it. Um, but, yeah, with the Jets, look, I, I'm conflicted with it, you know, because he's a loose cannon, this guy, man, with his mind. I don't know where he wants to be. If he wants to be here or be in Peru. Like, where's he going to want to be here? You know, I, I'm all for getting Aaron Rodgers, mainly because this kid, if, you're, you know, if your plan is to keep Zach Wilson, he looks up to this guy. And I know you say he's not a, you know, who knows he's a good teacher, but just him watching how he, how he conducts himself in practice and everything he can learn from him – if their goal is eventually turn the reins over to Zach Wilson. But, if yeah, you're looking but, at, oh, but, yeah. but I would make this move, and look, maybe that's part of it, Chris, and that could yeah. happen, and you're right, but I would make this move, and I wouldn't even give Zach Wilson a thought. Th- this move, your goal is to win the Super Bowl in the next two years. That's the goal. Yeah. You've got two and, years to win a Super Bowl. And ha- and I know, I don't know, he has, what, a few years left in his contract? He's what now, 37? 39. Thirty-nine now. Yeah, well, he'll be forty in out? December. Yeah, God, I don't know if he's going to be like Brady right now, forty-five years old, still playing. He don't seem like he wants to play that long. But you know, the goal. Look, you but know, he, how I feel he like just won an MVP last right year. Like Rogers, and he was still yeah. good. He was still good this year. It's not like you've seen a significant drop off in performance. He wasn't maybe his peak self, but it's not like there's a, a drop off in performance. And he seems like he's. Uh, he likes Zach Wilson. I don't know if I heard it on, on Boomer Geo playing this morning, but I, I heard it, the clip of the podcast that he goes on. Yeah, with McAfee. Was, yeah, and he was talking about how he just, you know, he called uh, Zach Wilson the gap facility, clear your head, this and that. So it seems like they have a relationship, and he obviously looks up to the guy. Um, but he's, he's not going to be that long. Zach Wilson is, what, 23 years old. He's going he's gonna to sit there behind the guy for as long as he's going to be here for I don't see Aaron Rodgers playing more than three three years, probably. I, no, I think, yeah, I think it's two. I think it's two years, and then so, that's that. I'm for that because look, I'm not really uh, you know, Fleet is big on Derek Carr. I don't, I don't like Derek Carr. I, I don't. The only thing I do agree is that he doesn't get hurt. The guy plays every day, but I, you're not winning with Derek Carr. I've well, he's times he's a middle of the pack quarterback. Like Carr yeah. is, which maybe for some Jeff fans that would be okay because it's better than having one of the worst quarterback situations. In the NFL, which is what they had with Mike White, Zach Wilson, Joe Flacco, whatever. Yep. I mean, you name it. But I, so I understand the appeal. I'm swinging for the fences. I'm going all in. Aaron Rodgers, he's a no, there, there's no doubt about it. Question is answered. You have your quarterback. Yep. And the next two years, you have a chance to win the Super Bowl when he's there. Not saying that they would, but you have that chance. And he know he's not stupid. He sees the roster. He sees what Garrett Wilson is. He sees those other, you know, what we have around us, the defense. So he he sees that we have, we're legit as far as what we have right now. And he may want to come here. He may want to, you know, maybe he will bring a Super Bowl here. Who knows? It's been since 1968, you know. So he knows uh, we have a long uh, drought here, and he may want to. Maybe he wants to come here. 
maybe his relationship with Zach Wilson is bigger than we thought, you know. But and real quickly on that, you're you 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 hate uh what's his name? What's the offensive coordinator guy? Hack Hackett. Yeah, what's but but you you're what talking is, about Nathaniel Hackett? Yeah, now what yeah, is that? I, with, with, with I hate him as a head Roger. coach. What, what's the relationship with him? And oh, he was their offensive coordinator in Green Bay. For how long? Uh, that I do not know, but I just know that Rodgers and Nathaniel Hackett have a good relationship because he was right. coaching in Green Bay. Then he got the head coaching job in Denver, and many said that the reason he got that was to try to lure Aaron Rodgers there. Obviously, that didn't work out, and Hackett was a terrible coach. He was a three-year oh, offensive yeah. coordinator for Green Bay. But, and real quick, and, and, um, and Rodgers won two MVPs with him as the offensive coordinator, so that's the time. And uh, you know, you let me go after this, but you don't go get him first before Rodgers, right? Because no, I do, I do. You want you want to get Hackett, and then yeah, I, I think Rogers I think you might have to. I think you might then, have to. And then what do you? And then real quickly again, you know, well, well they're not going to do anything still. anyway. So all right, so what's worst case? Rodgers doesn't come here, so what? At least you took a chance. They they need and, an offensive coordinator anyway, and Nathaniel Hackett may be one of those guys who's. He's clearly not a head coach, so maybe he'd be better off as an offensive coordinator. But I wouldn't worry about that because here's why. If you don't get Rodgers, yeah. you're screwed anyway. Exactly. So you have to go all in. But, but we, do we have the most to offer them from the AFC to, to, get, to get to them? And, what, you know, what as far as the contract, I'm not sure if there's a no trade clause. He could pick where he wants yeah, to go. Yeah, no, no, no. There's a no, trade, much- there's a no trade clause, but Rodgers is going to have some say because if he doesn't want to go to wherever they're going to trade him – why would then that team, let's just say that the Raiders give up yeah. four number ones for Aaron Rodgers. But uh-huh. Rodgers is like, well, I don't want to play there. So they're not, they're, they're not, he'll force the, he could say that I'm going to retire rather than go there, I'm going to retire. And, and then there's, what? And there's what? And that 50 million, what is it? 50 million a year for what? Next 60, four years? I believe it's 60 next year. But then there's like, there's bonuses and stuff like that in there. Um do we have to convince them to rework the contract? No, 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 no. You would. Five years? He fits under the, according to my knowledge of it, and please, yeah. you could jump in here. And thank you for the call, Chris. As always, appreciate checking in. He would fit under their cap situation. I mean, it's going to be a lot of money, $60 million or whatever it is a year, plus the bonuses. But what he said, he's going to pay it, no issue. He fits in their cap situation. Well, the set, the contract is unique that it's a little bit easier to take on for whatever team acquires Aaron Rodgers. But that's if it doesn't get reworked. And I would think wherever he ends up, the contract is going to be reworked a little bit. And he basically admitted that on the right, McAfee Right, he said show. that with McAfee. So that just makes it to whatever team he'll work within and get the cash, whatever their salary cap structure is, it won't be an issue for whichever team. It is going to come down to where Aaron Rodgers says, I'm playing for this team next year. If that team agrees and they want him, that's where Aaron Rodgers is going to be. Right. He's, that could be Green Bay. That could be the Jets, the Raiders, whatever it is. It's going to be Aaron Rodgers' call. But the good thing is, and we did a lot of this last night, you can narrow it down. There's a handful. Right, well, the Packers are going to tell him to, you know, bleep off if he picks an NFC team. They're not going to trade him There's no way they're trading him to the NFC team. The risk for the Packers, the only risk for the Packers is the dead cap, if they trade him, is a lot. It's around $40 million. $40 million, right. If he retires on them, it goes way up. So the, the risk for the Packers is... Well, they could say, well, we don't believe you that you're going to retire. And then if Aaron Rodgers retires, then they're in cap hell. Meaning that NFC, an NFC team could be back in play? I mean, that's, see, that would be a problem if you have – if they get NFC teams back in play, then I think the Jets are in trouble. I still think, though, it's more likely they come to an agreement on an AFC team because – well, one, you look at the NFC teams. 
where is Rodgers really going to pick that's within the NFC? Well, it would be somewhere probably in the South, right? And are any of those teams all that close, like even compared to the Jets or even the Titans? I mean, unless... Uh, uh, the Falcons aren't close. The Panthers aren't that close. No, the He's Bucks. not going to want to go to the Bucks right at... I mean, after what just happened this year with Tom Brady's leaving, you think Rodgers yeah. is going to go play for the doofus Todd Bowles? Right. So then you look at, right, Seattle, no. Right, He's not going to want to go play with Pete Carroll, I wouldn't think. Is there a chance Sean Payton takes one of those jobs and he wants to go work with him? I don't know. It's a good question. Right. It's not just about who needs a quarterback. It's about who could actually go win. You know, Washington? No. Right? He doesn't want to go to Washington. Actually, the Jets might end up being the better spot overall anyway. I still think the Jets, especially because we we know one of the things Aaron Rodgers has always and openly campaigned for with the Packers is top-line skill position players. He's begged the Packers for over a decade, draft me a top-wide receiver in the first round. Well, what did the Jets do last year? Yeah, They took a wide receiver in the first round who is probably going to win Offensive Rookie of the Year. Stud. That we know Aaron Rodgers knows about because he talked about him in that McAvee interview. And I don't think it was just posturing out. It's not leverage to get more money from the Packers. Maybe we thought that last year. Rodgers got the extension last year. He's going to make $60 million in cash this year. It's not about getting the Packers to give him some kind of extension and rework the money. He already got that. Now it's about... What gives? What team gives me the best chance to win in these next two years? And like you said, it's about it's convincing Aaron Rodgers that you are the team that gives him that chance in the two years. And with the personnel the Jets have on offense to play with him and defense, they can make a very strong case. Yeah, it's weird to say it because we saw the Jets that I was saying all year, I don't think they're as good as people thought, and that proved to be true. However, when you compare them to the other options, the other possibilities... They are in better shape, and they're not that, you know, they may not be there yet, but with Aaron Rodgers and some growth next season, they can get there, which is why I would hire Nathaniel Hackett, even though I can't stand him for what he did as a head coach, I would hire Nathaniel Hackett today, offer him that job now, and at least get the process in motion. Look, without Aaron Rodgers, you'll take your chances with Hackett anyway. You need an offensive coordinator one way or another, and... The good news is, if they flop this year, uh, the good news may be for us, but the bad news for Salah, if the Jets flop this year, Salah's gone, Hackett's gone, the whole, there's going to be a clean-out process going on. So, if I'm the Jets, I do whatever I can to hire Nathaniel Hackett and then hope to lure Aaron Rodgers here, and that is your best chance. You are now set up for the next two years with a legitimate chance. they got to build the defense because they're not going to be able to match up with Kansas City and Cincinnati offensively, even with Rodgers. They'll be good, but not that level good. But they're going to have to build the defense up, and maybe that is what can separate them from the rest in the AFC. But you got to go on and get them. That's the point. You'd hire Hackett. Fleegs, what would you do? Would you wait it out for Rodgers, or would you go get Carr if you were worried? Like, would you need an answer from Rodgers? I want, did they have three weeks to find it out? Yes, it's tampering. We know what goes on in this league. Find out from Aaron Rodgers or his agent. What is he thinking? Would you hire Hackett first or no? No, I'd be trying to figure out right now what is Rodgers thinking because I don't know how much of com- how much competition you're going to face for hiring Nathaniel Hackett off of last year. And he's a very qualified offensive coordinator, but he embarrassed himself as a head coach. I would try to find out what is Rodgers thinking and if I can even get maybe a, a a good indication that he's coming, then I don't make a move for Carr. But if you don't hear anything, if you have no idea going into you know right around the Super Bowl, 
I don't know if I can pass on Carr. One, I do think I know I think he's better than right. most people. I don't know if I can pass on him, risk losing Rodgers, and then the Jets have nothing for next year. Because right. then if you don't get Rodgers and you don't get Carr, sure, you can sign Jimmy G, you can win 10 games, and you can make a wild card game. You're not anything real. You're not serious. You're one of those, all those teams in the middle of the pack. You'll take a top 10 defense and an offense with some skill position players. Make the playoffs. So lose, making the playoffs in the first round. Yeah, right. And yes, I know it's a big step up for the Jets. They have a chance to aim bigger. Again, we know in this league. I'm curious what they fi- think of Carr. Find out. I'm curious what they, see, because it comes down to how they evaluate it. You or I have different takes, right? So I don't like Carr. I don't want him because I don't think he can get him to that next level. He's, he's like, to me, Kirk Cousins, which at the time I wanted the Jets to get Cousins because we were talking about going from absolutely nothing, like get me some relevancy, please. Now I'm thinking higher expectations, so I don't want Carr. But hey, you do obviously like Carr. You think he could get them to the next level, potentially in the right spot. I'm curious how they evaluate it because if they have Carr as high on their list as you do, Fleegs, then they're not going to wait. No, then I, then I think they go get him, and they also right. say we're going to take whatever extra resources, whatever picks we, you know, the difference between getting Carr, getting Aaron Rodgers, then maybe you use that an extra third round pick, and you go get DeAndre Hopkins, and you say, well, we're better with Carr and, throwing to Wilson and Hopkins than Rodgers throwing to just Wilson. Right. That's the way that you have to make up for it. So it all comes down to how they – two things here. One, what does Aaron Rodgers want to do? Because there's no way if Rodgers wants to come to the Jets that the Jets wouldn't want him. No, like, and the one thing I know is this. We can talk about what Robert Sal thinks of the quarterbacks. Right. We can talk about what Joe Douglas thinks of the quarterbacks. I know, and it's been reported, so it's out there, that Woody Johnson wants, badly wants, Aaron Rodgers. So if Rodgers says he's open to coming to the Jets – He'll be a Jet. Yeah, and I love Because between the money and whatever, like, that could, that could be a Donnie Walsh, James Dolan, Denver situation where the GM is like, let me negotiate, and the owner just says, just give them whatever they want. I right. want this player. Right. Don't care that, about the that's money. That's the don't downside the for the Jets where Woody could just say, just give him the extra first-round pick, whatever. Bring me this quarterback. But but the point is they got to get him. And I actually like that. I would agree with Woody. I don't love him as an owner, but I would agree with him. You don't want to be stupid. Let Joe Douglas right, handle but it. You, but you have a few weeks to find out. And again, in this league, yeah, sure, it's tampering. There's enough that goes on with guys talking to each other and conversations with the agents. You can get a pretty strong indication in the next few weeks of what Aaron Rodgers is thinking. Yeah, and that's going to be fascinating here. All Like I said, weeks ago, I didn't think there was a shot. And now I'm starting to get the sense that it is realistic. And when you get this close or it's a possibility like this, you figure out a way. You get off your and you go get that bleeping quarterback. Do this. Go trade for a car. And then if Rodgers wants to come to the Jets, all right, make a trade for Rodgers and then ship car somewhere else. You know, I would wait it out. And but that's again, it's it's a difference of I know they're gonna be forced to make a decision. Fleegs likes car. Uh I do not. So it would be fascinating to see what um, you know, what Joe Douglas thinks or how Woody's telling them to play that whole situation. But either way, you know, th- to me, they, they have an option here to where there's a possibility that they could get one of the best quarterbacks in the league. You have to figure out a way to do that. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with h track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. 
Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.